Welcome to Off the Beat, the podcast that discusses all things law enforcement from a cop's point of view. My name is DJ Seals. I'm a former detective, crime analyst, and SWAT operator from the metro Atlanta area. Now, I currently work for Motorola as a law enforcement consultant, but this podcast will never be about product or sales, and that I promise you. I came up with this idea because I wanted to have a place where we could have a conversation about current police issues without you, my listener, which there are now over 6,500 of you, thank you, feeling like they were in a sales pitch. I wouldn't listen to that, and I'm sure you wouldn't either. So before we get to today's topic, where have I been? I, I, I don't know. I've been, I've been in, out, all over the place. Um, I'm going to shout out to my former producer, Jackson Neff. Um, he did a great job. Uh, for me, he uh, took a different role and just uh, flat just did not work out. So frankly, uh, I, I've been um, going back into some old roots and teaching myself how to do this <laughs> again. And uh, frankly, it's been a bit of a learning curve. Wow, I forgot a lot. But I'm back here and uh, I wanted to say I haven't gone. Thank you for those who have continued to listen and the new listeners that have come on, even though there's been a bit of a gap but, but that is a thing of the past. Also wanted to have a quick shout out here to my, my friend Robert Anderson. He's the associate professor adjunct uh, for the administration of justice uh, at Northern Virginia Community College. Um, great guy, fantastic law enforcement career uh, behind him. Uh, and now he is giving that information to young people. And uh, I will be once again uh, teaching for them here uh, coming up in a uh, a couple of weeks, uh, remotely, uh, of course, because I'm not in Virginia, but it's always good to do, and I wanted to just have a little shout out for the for the work that Robert and his team do. Uh, education, as you know, is a passion of mine when it comes to law enforcement, and I know he does a great job, and it's always fun uh, to to be able to speak to those classes. So what are we talking about today? Well... <laughs> Well, today's uh, episode is going to be a little bit of a teaser for a coming episode that I need you, the listener, to help me out with. Ooh. So I hear a lot. I've spoken a little bit about it in some previous podcasts. Um, well, I saw it on TV and in the, in, on a movie, so it must be true. No. I mean, if you, you know, I'm, I'm not easily triggered, but if you ever want to trigger me, you know, talk to me about how uh, you know, you, you saw this police tactic in, in, in a movie or a television show, and therefore it, 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 it's the truth, right? I mean, that's just it. Movies and TV are real, right? I mean, that's, that, it's real. Let me take just a minute here. Woosha. Woosha. No. But so I was talking to a friend of mine. He works with me. His name Justin Stott. Uh, he, um, he was a former law enforcement as well talking to a couple other folks. It's just, it comes up in, 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 daily, in daily life, right? Where somebody talks about something they saw and asks questions, and it's just so far from the truth. So we decided, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if we could get you, the listener, and, and I'll, I'll give all that contact information, but uh, you, the listener, to give us some uh, movies or um, a television uh, episode or just a series if it's not an episode that you want us to watch and say, no, that's just garbage. That, no, that doesn't happen. No, that doesn't this. And and anything, you know, so I'm, I'm going to be asking toward the end. I'll give you my contact again. And, and you give us what you want us to, if you will, 
review. Not necessarily, we really like the movie, uh, two thumbs up. But one of these where we just go, yeah, it's, it, is that reality? Is it not reality? Is part of it close? Is not of it, you know, none of it close? <clears throat> I mean, if you know me well, you know I don't watch, I don't watch cop shows. Uh, I mean, if they're a comedy and they're meant to be a comedy, okay. Uh, but then it struck me that do, do people understand that's a comedy? <laughs> it's a parody, right? It's like the uh, keys to own cops, you know, back in, uh, well, a long time ago. Google that for those of you who don't know Keystone Cops. But that was meant to be a parody, right? And and it got me thinking, you know, I've done podcasts on uh, the the CSI factor in court where where judges have to literally tell a jury in their instructions, what you see on TV is not real. Da, da, da. I mean, they have to do that because it's 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 just, just gotten its way into society so much that what you see must therefore be be true, which is funny because, you know, I, it kind of kind of gets me where I just go. So like movies like Predator that that was based on a true story or I mean, it. it it's fantasy, folks. It's meant to be fantasy. Right. And frankly, there are some police functions, some processes that would make the movie so boring that nobody would watch it. I mean, you know, trying to get information or, or, or run down a lead or identify a suspect from a video, that can be so boring that, oh gosh, we got to fancy this up. How do we fancy this up? Oh, let's, let's make this, you know, and it's going to, um, you know, trend you know, figure out where they are by the satellite and, and get get their date of birth and their blood type just by a photo and whatever else, right? That makes it exciting. That that that's that's cool, right? And it is if you look at it from that point of view. But we thought it'd be funny. So I'm I'm gonna bring up a couple here. So in your mind's eye, you know, a a couple things. And, and of course I'm former SWAT, so tactical movements are are very, very important to me. One of the reasons I don't watch these kinds of shows because I can't enjoy them. I, I see them an error in, in a non-parody, non-comedy show, and I go, ah, that's just wrong. So, number one, when you see a cop with their gun out, and I, I wish this was like a video cast, you could see me, because I'm actually doing it, but it's, it's radio, you can't, you can't see me. But they, they come in, they got their gun in their hands, and it's pointing in the air. You know, old like Charlie's Angels, Starsky and Hutch kind of deal. No, no, there, there, there's no training where you please point your gun in the air and be ready. No, it's called low ready, which, which is a downward point, not an up point. Uh, that, that, that's nuts. Um, you know, I, I actually tripped upon... A movie the other day, it was more of a spy movie, but they were supposed to be all these, you know, the best spies in the world. And 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 the, the spy was a lady, and, 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 and it was a whole team of these really, like, kick-butt ladies, right? It was, it was a great premise. But she came to a corner, right? You see this, too. They just run around blindly around a corner, right? Or they get to it, and they stick their gun out, right? And the, gosh darn it, the criminal grabs the gun, right? No, no, they, there's so many tactics that that's just not true at all, right? You, 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 there's something called slicing the pie, if you will, where, you, where you're still low ready a bit and you're kind of kind of angling around the corner while you're looking. Um, there's a fun one called turkey peak. Oh yeah, turkey peak, where you get low and you just 
boop, you just look around the corner real fast and stick your head back. Boop, turkey peek. Uh, there's all these tactics that seem to be missing in 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 all of these, really. Now, there's a few. Uh, I, I, I've gotten to the point, and this is kind of why we want to do this, where, you know, I can kind of tell if they've had some type of consultant in the movie or TV show because you go, ah, they didn't just figure that out. Somebody taught them that. You know, one of those is the way that that weapons are held or deployed. So, so they got the pistol in their hand, and and imagine a pistol in somebody's hand. Get that, you know, get your TV show in your head, right? And they're holding the pistol, and and the 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 piece of skin, the piece of hand between your thumb and your forefinger when you're holding it. There's that there's that little little piece there that should be like all the way up as high as it can go on the gun without being at the slide. That, that that's a good grip. Right. And I see them holding it so low <laughs> that if they were to actually fire a weapon, it's probably going to rotate backwards out of their hand. And, and gosh, I know it's small. OK, but it's the details that count. I mean, I haven't even gotten into the fact that, you know, every crime scene they go into, they dust for prints and are amazing. They can find a print off a cinder block. Wow. I, I wish I had learned that tactic a raw cinder block, and you find a perfect, readable print. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, you know, there, there have to be, uh, I, mean, I, won't, I won't get into the technicals on this, but there have to be so many. Imagine a fingerprint, right? Uh, and each of those little lines and in, 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 in indentations and curves and intersections, those are called points. And there have to be so many points that that match up or, or readable in order for the print to even be readable. Uh, I, I, I went in uh, to the courthouse a couple of weeks ago. I'm, I'm, I'm always keeping up my background and my, my security clearances and things like that. And the fingerprinting is, is, is kind of an annual thing. And, and it's on this uh, digital machine called APHIS now. Very, very few, if any, uh, ink rolled prints. I'm sure it still happens somewhere. But it's this little glass screen table and you put your finger on it and you roll your finger and it reads it that way. And even that she, she would roll it she'd look at it and it would tell her like it's automatically telling her there's not enough, not enough points. We've got to do that again. We've got to do that again. We've got to do. Now this is a controlled environment where, where I'm not just putting my thumb down and lifting it up real quick as if I'm grabbing something. I, I've literally put it down and I've rolled it slow. Right. And she's doing she's helping me roll my thumb to get it just right. And we and we had to do it three or four times on one of my fingers just to make sure that it got enough points. And but your fingerprints always now was in in the job. Was I able to lift some fingerprints? Oh, many times. Sure. Many times. But not all the time. You get a smudged print. You get a partial print. You get things like this, you know. Then you get into the epithelial skin cells. Well, they left skin cells. We uh, vacuumed the carpet and were able to pull the epithelial skin cells from the suspect. Okay. Does that exist? At a very high level, yes. But what they don't tell you is you're going to pull up anybody else's skin cells that have been there in however many people have been over. So, so you'd have to do a comparative analysis by taking samples from everybody else <laughs> that has been in that area 
to say, no, that not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one. We don't know who that is. Okay, that may be our suspect, but not in the movies. No, no, no. It's the epithelial skin cells that they find aren't necessarily the, the victim or the people that own the house or, or the, the relatives or friends that came over for a party. It's immediately the suspect because that's the only people. The only people that leave skin cells are suspects. You see how I get wound up over this? Because it, it, it does and already has made its way into our court system. You know, I mean, well, did you get their skin cells? Are you kidding me? Matter of fact, right before I retired, um, our, our, our um, crime analysis division, uh, evidence division, said that uh, now if we were going to pull fingerprints and send them in for analysis that we had to get comparative prints from anybody else who was normally in the house. Right. So what we had to do is we say, okay, victim, victim's family, uh, again, anybody who might have visited recently, uh, you, we need to go roll your prints too. Okay, possible, sure. And that just, that just does the elimination. But it's not this, whoop. Bing. Some system says, there it is. There's the bad person. Okay. No, no. A system might be able to read it. They're sure. And say, Hey, these have come back, but also keep in mind, not everybody's been fingerprinted. Now, if you are a criminal and have been a criminal, sure. They in the database. Yes. And, and, and a lot of uh, if not most prison systems now are, are taking a, a, a cheek swab for, for DNA as well. Okay, fine. But but not everybody has gone through that process. But it seems like in these movies, it's always, the fingerprint always comes back. The DNA always comes back. I had one DNA case. It was a burglary at, at just a nondescript business. It was closed. It was night. The window was broken, blah, blah, blah. Alarm goes off. I show up. There, there's some blood on, on, on the window blinds. Because the ding-dong who broke in must have done it with his... Well, we found out later he did it with his fist. <laughs> you probably want to wrap that up if you're going to put your fist through glass. Cut themselves. Not, you know, mortally, but cut themselves. I did my proper little swabs. I took the DNA. Nothing else. There was no camera. There was no... It was one of those. And anyway, I did the whole thing. I sent the DNA evidence in. Nothing. For seven years. Then I got a hit one day. Suspect was uh, uh, captured in a burglary um, on site, was tried, was convicted, uh, went to prison. DNA was collected, and lo and behold, it's a match to mine. Seven years, though. Seven years. Okay? So we just thought it would be funny and fun, really, to go through a lot of these and say, yeah, that's right. No, that's completely wrong. Or that's sort of right, but they've shortened the time frame. I've got a friend of mine um, who I haven't spoken to, so I don't know that I can use his name, not that he's in witness protection or anything, but but he owns a movie company, uh, won some awards. Uh, he's a, a very fine filmmaker. Uh, and, and he and I have spoken about this very topic. And he he actually is interested at some point in, in making, you know, kind of police style, detective style, maybe noir kind of, uh, you know, a few movies with law enforcement. 
And of course, we got talking about this, and I said, oh, please, please, please make sure <laughs> that, that you, you find somebody who can, you know, come in and consult to make sure some of this stuff's right, because it's the tiny things that just set us off. Your, your general public, probably not, but, you know, how, how accurate do you want it to be? So oh, I want it to be accurate. Well, make sure. And we talked about the industry, right? The industry that has people that they can hire in, but of course it costs money. It takes time. And, you know, he, he was telling me stories and others have told me stories in the movie business of these consultants that have come in and said, no, that's not right. It needs to be like this. But the director's like, ah, it's a pain. That's a pain in the rear. I'm not doing that. Or it didn't follow the script or it didn't. And so they just ignore them. Right. And you know what? Who cares? Because it's, it's fantasy. It's fantasy. It's fun, right? So it really, I guess at the end of the day, doesn't matter uh, for the movie. But, but what it does matter is when society watches movies and television shows and equates that directly over. So let me give you a different example. Do you remember, um, and I just saw it the other day, uh, there was a TV show called House. Hugh Laurie was the, was the star in that. Um, basically, he played a, um, a, a prescription addicted, uh, genius doctor who just seemed, he was in a teaching hospital and he had the, the doctors below him that he was teaching and, and he just always came up with it and all this kind of, but he did all this while he's on heavy prescription narcotics. Didn't come out till later on the show, but he, he was a, a prescription narcotic addict. He was mean to everybody, including the patients. He was, okay, I, frankly, I like the show. Why? Because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> it doesn't hit me where I live, right? So here I am, you know, uh, do as I say, not as I do. But I liked the show because I, I liked the character, Hugh Laurie. He was kind of grumpy. Uh, you, you draw your conclusions after that. But... But the thing is, you think about that and you go, well, that, does that ever actually, would that ever work? Like, let's think about today. As soon as they find out that the genius Dr. House is, you know, you know, strung out on prescription narcotics out of his mind, they're going to pull him aside. HR is going to have the talk. They're going to offer him, uh, you know, to, to go to rehab and the program and all this kind of stuff. And if he does, okay, they might let him back probationary. If he does it next time, then he's going to get fired. He'll probably lose his medical license and the entire, the entire series of house, which I think is, I don't know, I don't know how many years it was going on. Quite a few would, would turn into three episodes. And the third episode was him, you know, losing his medical license and, and becoming homeless. I don't know, but it would be a lot shorter, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, but I don't think anybody ever watched House. Well, I hope nobody ever watched House and went, oh yeah, that's it. That's it. Doctors, you know, get hopped up on prescription narcotics and know all the answers and can be ugly to people and still come to work tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. You, you wouldn't want your doctor... Would you want your doctor like that? Genius, sure, please. Give me all the genius doctors. Eh, the other issues, probably not, right? But it's fantasy. And, and so, want to kind of bring that to light. I don't want to bring that to light with your help. So, how do you get those to me? Um, off the beat at MotorolaSolutions.com, the email, or quicker, because I'm going to be posting this on Twitter like I always do here shortly, you can always comment 
on my Twitter post of this very um, uh, podcast with your TV or movie suggestions um, at, here we go, DJ Delta Juliet underscore off the beat. Okay. DJ underscore off the beat. Um, and follow that. Obviously follow that. But uh, then Justin and I will take some of these suggestions. We are going to, not together, independently, because we want this to be a scientific experiment. Uh, you know, independently, we're going to watch you know, that movie and that TV show or this. And, and, and we're going to come back and we're going to score them. We're going to give them like, we're, we're going to do all the old school stuff, right? From, from the A to the F, we're going to score them on reality and point out some things. And we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to have some fun with it. At the same time, maybe educate some folks on, on what is real and what is not. You know, uh, I was also thinking about this. Uh, I know there are a lot of uh, doctors and, and, and lawyers and others that have podcasts. Maybe they should just jump on this train. <laughs> Let's just analyze movies and TV, right? It's, it's funny because it's one of the things I was mentioning uh, Northern Virginia Community College. And, and they're not a sponsor. I don't have show sponsors. You guys know this. I just know they do good work. But I speak about that a lot when, when I do my, my educational sessions. Um, I, I don't, I don't call it like lecturing cause I am not a professor. Um, when I do my educational sessions, I have a lot of questions from the students about things like this, you know? Um, and, and I like, I love those questions. Uh, I, I have questions from my team all the time and I love them. I don't, I don't let them trigger me uh, because if you don't ask, you don't know. And I want you to ask. So this is going to be fun. I, I, I can't wait for this. All right, now let's switch gears. Stupid criminals. Oh, I found you some good ones. We're going to start in New York. Uh, police in New York were called to a mini mart where they found a guy trying to break in. in. In the act. They chased him. Crossed the streets, all this kind of stuff. Uh, both cops uh, uh, fell, took a tumble. Hey, it's happened to the best of us. So they took a tumble, uh, and this guy got you know got a got a leg on him, right? He 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 got ahead of them, and he saw a large building, and he's like, "I'm gonna hide in there." So he climbs the fence of this large building, hits the ground, and somebody grabbed him. Well, unfortunately for him, hilariously for us, the the fence I don't know how he missed the razor wire but but the fence he climbed was the fence to Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison hey look it, it was a shorter ride right he didn't have to I mean it was much easier to take him okay let's go to Scotland I got some team members that live in Scotland so I grabbed this one because I thought this was interesting so uh, this guy was shoplifting uh, he was stealing a bottle of vodka from a liquor store uh, and um, well it, they, they caught him you're like, well, that's pretty easy, DJ. I mean, you just, uh, depending on the size of the bottle, you could just slip it in a coat. and Oh, no, 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 no. It's better than that. So they didn't catch him on sight. They were reviewing the video. They were like, oh, that guy, where's the bottle? Of, he stole a bottle of vodka. Well, who is he? Police were called, and the clerk said, well, he's this guy. Well, apparently, <laughs> while he was chatting up the clerk, uh, he gave her his name and phone number because he asked her out on a date. He gave her his name and, his name and phone number a piece of paper. 
and then went and stole the bottle of vodka. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Didn't catch where this one was from, but uh, two men waited in line at a coffee shop to pay their bill. Okay, just waiting in line at the coffee shop. A third guy cuts in front of him. He immediately throws a drink at the clerk and demands all the money. Now, let's stop there for a minute. I've, I've investigated a lot of armed robberies. I've read about a lot of armed robberies. I don't think I've ever heard of an armed robbery by drink. So we're not talking we're not talking genius level to begin with here, but nonetheless, throws a drink at the clerk and demands all the money. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he was immediately grabbed by, by, by the people that he cut in front of, the two that he cut in front of. He's like, good, good Samaritans. Just grab this guy. He's not armed. Anyway, there was a problem. Apparently, this guy was in such a rush to, um, to, to rob the store that he missed the fact that the people he cut in front of were two police officers in full uniform. Just take a second to let that one soak in. Mm-hmm. And lastly today, let's go to Louisiana, because I love Louisiana. We're going to go to Baton Rouge. So this guy walks into Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana Hotel, and he asked the clerk for a room. Not a problem. Um, but but the, the clerk, if you will, uh, was quite confused, stunned. Uh, what I didn't tell you is, is he is he drove up to the front of this hotel. Um, he he like jumped the curb, he parked crooked, he gets out, he stumbles in, he's he, he, he's drunk, he's inebriated, okay? So this clerk is very, very confused, uh, but the guy just demands that, that he wanted a room in the hotel. There's an issue. It wasn't a hotel. <laughs> it was a Louisiana State Trooper station. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with uh, driving while intoxicated. No kidding. You know, as we go along this journey together, I may say some things you don't agree with, or maybe you do agree with me. And have a topic. Remember, movies and TV shows, send them away. Uh, maybe you have a funny police story, like to share it with me. I encourage you to email me. Here we go with the contact here again. Uh, off the beat at MotorolaSolutions.com. Give me your thoughts and ideas. And check out my Twitter page at DJ underscore off the beat. Until next time, stay diligent, stay educated, and stay safe.